Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Or should I say welcome back to me because I haven't been doing this in a while. It's been, oh, let's see, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, almost six months. A um, lot has happened in six months, I got to say. Um, can't wait to dive into it and get into it and, and catch you up for anybody that cares and wants to listen. Um, I'm, let me preface by saying I'm getting past a bit of a cold. Hopefully it's not this coronavirus that's apparently going around. I was just in LA uh, and, uh, you know, the coast had me a little bit worried. So hopefully uh, it's just a common cold I caught uh, in one of these uh, many places I visited over the long weekend. Uh, more on, on this and more as the story develops. Let's do the show. Okay, so before I get into LA, let me backtrack and say that when we last spoke, where we last left our faithful hero, um, well, it's important to note that uh, when the last episode came out, it actually wasn't new. So if you paid attention, it's actually a, quote, archive episode from one of my previous um, attempts at a podcast, one of my previous go-rounds. I believe it was for an entry called Talk to Me, and I thought I was being clever and unique and different by having no rules to it, and we could talk about whatever, and there's no intro or anything like that. And it made it two episodes or three episodes and uh, didn't go anywhere. And it kind of phased out and fizzled out. And so I sat on the episode because it's a good interview. It's one of uh, my favorite interviews with my longtime friend and neighbor, Meg Murray. And we talked a lot about uh, our lives, her life, my life, uh, past, present, future, all that good stuff. Uh, what she likes doing what uh, she sees in the world and all that good stuff. So it just seemed so um, not worth getting rid of. And so I kept him in the archives and uh, I do literally have an archive. Um, it's not like some Warner Brothers archive or something crazy like that. It's just a Google Drive that I pay uh, $10 a month to have two terabytes of and I store it there. And along with my pictures and videos and things like that. Now, if Google ever went down overnight or something like that, I'd be fucked because I have most of my content uh, there, especially my photo archive. I'd really be screwed. I'd really lose just about everything unless I posted it to Instagram um, or Facebook before I got rid of it. Something uh, worth mentioning is I'm off Facebook. So if you've been trying to find me on Facebook, I'm not on it. I've been off uh, uh, since December. End of December, I'm clean and sober three months from Facebook. And I have to tell you, it's been great. Um, we, we, I decided to stop using Facebook um, just uh, to lessen my social media footprint, I guess you could say. And uh, 
decided to focus on the world that I lived in and uh, enjoy it a bit more uh, looking up instead of seeing it through other people's pictures and things like that. Still have my Instagram. Not going to get rid of that. I have three Instagram accounts I manage. Um, it used to be four. I got rid of the one for this podcast specifically and just decided instead of sharing the same thing over and over again to different accounts, I'll just kind of condense it and you can find all of the postings for this podcast at Toby Moon Productions Instagram, which is just at Toby Moon Productions. Nice and easy. Uh, why did I tell you that? Well, because uh, it's worth a try. If you've been thinking about it, doing it, and or any social media for that matter, do it. Uh, especially when it's something that's been on your mind for a while. I highly encourage you to uh, give it a whirl. I, you know, people say, "Oh, I saw this thing on Facebook and whatever," and I'll remind them I'm not on Facebook, and it kind of. Um, saddens me for maybe 10 seconds. And then I'm like, eh, doesn't matter. Uh, you know, I'll see it another way, or it's really not that important. And uh, I'm very quick to just kind of move on. So you very quickly realize how um, much or how little I should say you're really missing out on. Um, so yes, that has been a big, uh, big change for me. And uh, I'm glad to have gotten rid of it. Um, going back a little bit farther, back to the end of September when this episode came out, again, not when it was recorded, but when it came out, uh, I signed up for our local gym. I had been part of a gym for a while, but it was like a 20 minute ride in the opposite direction of where I was coming from work. And it just never had this, I never had this drive to want to go. And, uh, so I didn't, or I would go like once every two weeks or so or something like that. So literally doing nothing. And I was convinced to uh, switch to the gym that's right by my house. It's two minutes away, if that. And uh, I pass it coming home from work. And a friend of mine kind of put it very simply, but it's been something I've stuck to and I tell other people too, is to think of it as your day isn't over until you've gone. And, uh, doing that simple change or that having that simple thought process has really helped. And I've been going now six months and, uh, or almost six months. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been, uh, it's been interesting because I'm not a gym person. I see a lot of people I follow on Instagram and things like that, that are Instagram, uh, that are gym people, I should say and uh, really are passionate about it. We all have our passions, of course, um, but they um, are just like really invested in putting their time and energy uh, quite literally um, into this activity, which is super uh, metal that that's what they would like to do. But me, on the other hand, I do it so I'm not a um, fat, um, you know, schlub, uh, just a personal thing for me. Uh, and, and that's been the best thing is just... Um, deciding that this is purely for me, it's, it's something I chose to do. Um, it's not by anybody else's, um, you know, comments or something like that. I, I came to the conclusion myself of, I need to make the change and I'm the only one that's going to, uh, do that for myself. So I did it. And, 
I've been following this program. I highly recommend it. It's an app called Fitness AI. Uh, it's not free. I will say that. It's not free. Uh, you do have to pay for it. But um, it's nice because it gives you the program or gives you a routine to follow every day. And it's it kind of course corrects with you as you're going. And you can adjust, of course, if you're not feeling ready to go up in weight or in reps or whatever the case may be. You can switch exercises in and out, things like that. And it breaks it down by muscle groups and all that kind of stuff. So it gives me like a four day program. I usually try to go five now. And um, within each day, you can also decide if you want to do the short version, medium version or long version, it goes from three to five exercises. I do the long version now and have been the last few weeks and uh, or probably the last few months all all of 2020 so far. And um, I think it's made that much more of a difference, that one extra exercise, because I was always doing the uh, the middle one, the four exercises, but something about staying just, you know, five or 10 minutes more to do that fifth exercise, I think has really made a difference. And then I commit to myself that I'm going to do at least 20 minutes uh, or roughly about 22-ish minutes of cardio at the, at a minimum, um, anywhere from 22 to about 60 to 65 minutes of cardio. And um, I just bring my iPad and I watch um, shows. I've been really into Superstore recently on NBC. Highly recommend um, if you like comedy, if you like workplace comedies like I do. Um, but yeah, and and something that I've also learned along this way, along the way, excuse me, is um, that obviously, of course, it doesn't happen overnight. But when you really stick to it, and you really put the time and the work into it, you're going to see results. And I definitely see results. I feel, you know, a little bit bigger. It's, uh, it's showing people have complimented me, which has been really uh, nice uh, to get those things without kind of, um, you know, having to get them to notice me, you know, where I'm, I'm not like, Oh, look, I've been going to the gym, you notice, and then they feel obligated to say something nice. No, this is actually like, they've made a point to say, like, you, you look good and stuff like that. So that's, uh, you know, always nice and doesn't, doesn't get taken for granted. Uh, grant, granted, granted, whatever, whatever's right. I said that. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's been really exciting for me. Um, kind of jumping gears a little bit. It's been really uh, exciting for me. Sorry for that sniffle right there. It just needed to be done. Um, but what's been really exciting for me in the last few weeks, especially in the new year, is uh, the uh, kind of film festival circuit. I've taken my short film Life Undefined on. Um, we kind of just started, essentially, but I've been applying to film festivals um, the last few months now that it's been close to done and now is done. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of no's. A lot of the no's are coming from these bigger film festivals, Sundance, uh, not Sundance, uh, South by Southwest or the Atlanta Film Festival. But it seems like there's a bit of an audience in the, the middle to lower uh, film festivals, which is totally fine. As long as it's getting eyeballs on, uh, on the film, then uh, I'm happy. So, uh, this last week, I was from Thursday to this Monday, I was in LA, the uh, great great city of LA, um, not only to visit people that I know out there, which because it kind of turned into a small vacation, but also to promote the film and talk about the film and get it seen by people and uh, be among fellow filmmakers and uh, 
it was an interesting experience. Uh, something I will always look back on fondly, especially because of the people that I was there with. Um, I was lucky enough to have my brother and uh, my lead actor, Mike, uh, who we've interviewed on the show, and uh, my composer, Chris, and his girlfriend, Liz, who uh, I joked with them that we're now best friends, and because uh, I hung out with them the most uh, over the four or five days, and uh, we uh, really um, laid some groundwork for some future ideas and plans that we have and uh, and how to grow um, Toby Moon Productions and what's next for us creatively and all that kind of stuff. So that's been really exciting. Um, and, and it was funny, I almost see the film festival as the like smaller part of the weekend, you know, because I only went the one day that I had my film in the fest. I went for my block, which was around uh, lunchtime. And then I went back with Chris and Liz to see uh, a film by two people who we met earlier seeing ours. Um, and we, we felt like we owed it to them and their film was actually really great. It's called boy hero. I'm not sure if it's streaming anywhere. Um, because I think they're still kind of wrapping up their film festival circuit, but it is on IMDb. Uh, I'm sure there's a trailer out there somewhere. It's worth watching. It's a story about a boy who, uh, unfortunately has cancer, um, and he's in a hospital and, in order to try and earn his superhero pin from school, he decides to write these um, get well soon cards or get better cards, uh, feel better cards, whatever. And uh, he enlists the help of an older gentleman who also has cancer, um, who's actually a very talented artist in drawing. And they kind of work together and come together to make these really great cards. And uh, it's a nice story. Um, it's about 21 minutes, a uh, short film. And uh, funny enough, it played last year in the Jersey Shore Film Festival here in New Jersey. And I just found out two days ago that my film will play this year in the Jersey Shore Film Festival. So um, kind of a nice little uh, handoff type of thing if you want to look at it that way. But yeah, really great film. Uh, I was happy to meet them and I definitely want to follow up with them um, very soon. Um, but yeah, it, it other than that, we didn't really go by the festival. We kind of did our own thing. We, we visited Warner Brothers, which was super cool, especially because I had done the tour the first time I went to California, to LA uh, with my family about seven years ago, just after um, high school graduation before college. And, uh, you know, we did all the studio tours, but I obviously Warner Brothers was a big one. And, uh, I, so I thought it was going to be the exact same type of thing where you, they show you the exact same things and like costume wise and, you know, fact wise and stuff like that. But while they may have shown us some of the same things, a lot of it was very different. And even when they showed possibly the same stuff, it felt different because we had such a great tour guide. His name was Kenny, uh, who used to be a camera operator on Supergirl. He told us in season one before they moved up to Canada. So I thought, I thought that was really cool because I do watch that show. So I watched some of his work in a weird way. Um, and, uh, yeah, the tour was fantastic. I got to hold an Oscar at the end, which I got to say at first I was a little like unsure because I had this weird, um, like, um, like, uh, what's the word I'm, I'm, drawing a blank on the word, like superstition. There we go. I had a weird superstition about it. I thought like, oh, if I hold somebody else's Oscar, it's bad luck. If I ever, you know, wanted 
to get one or ever won one or whatever. Um, and then I quickly realized I may never hold one again, especially because it was February 29th. It was the leap year day. I'm like, I'm definitely not ever going to hold an Oscar on a leap year again. So might as well do it. And, uh, you know, when in Rome type of thing. So I got a great picture. Uh, my friend Chris, uh, kept snapping away and it got me to laugh. Um, so, uh, the pictures on my Instagram, if you follow me, you've probably seen it. And, uh, it, it really does that moment justice. It was really cool to hold one of those, especially having grown up, uh, for a long time wanting one. It was nice to like, see what that felt like for the people that do win. And, uh, I jokingly put, on my Instagram caption, you know, like a little speech, uh, had I like, as if I had actually won it. And there were quite a few people that were congratulating me and, uh, and giving me, you know, like props or whatever for having won or what they thought I won or something, or maybe whatever, unless they were playing along with the joke, I don't really know, but I just thought it was funny that people were like, Oh, congratulations, way to go. And, uh, I knew you went back when, and all that kind of stuff. So that was kind of funny. But uh, no, I did not win for the record. I did not win an Oscar. Um, not yet. Um, but uh, yeah, it was cool to hold one nonetheless. They are heavy. Uh, I will say that they're eight or nine pounds, which doesn't sound heavy, but they're very base heavy. So you like, especially when you don't expect it, you're like kind of jolted a little bit when you first grab it from somebody. And they, she had a, the woman who was like working there who held it. She said to like, you had to hold it two hands, but I wanted to do kind of like the throw it up in the air one hand type of thing. But I didn't want to take the risk of dropping it and being that guy who kind of ruined it for everybody else. So I held it the proper way and it was still really cool and rewarding. So glad we did that. But moving on. Um, yeah, the trip was fantastic. Um, there's a decent possibility I may um, be living out there at some point in the near future, um, we being Chris, Liz and I discussed possibly moving at the same time and living together, at least at first, um, and kind of getting our feet wet and, uh, seeing what the city of angels has to offer us. Um, because we were very impressed with what we got right out of the gate. And, um, the first day I got there, I was the first one of our group to kind of get there. Um, they hadn't, come until either Thursday night or the rest being Friday morning. Uh, actually, Mike was there Wednesday, but he was busy Thursday. So um, I was able to hang out with one of my good college friends, Rachel, who had moved out there about a year and change ago. And uh, it, we, we just instantly had a blast. We hadn't seen one another since the end of 2017 when we, we worked on this one feature uh, together. And, uh, you know, we, 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 communicated and texted and stuff over the last few years, but hadn't seen one another in person. So, um, it, it was like old day, you know, old times, whatever, like nothing changed. We snapped right back into it. And her and I were notorious for always getting each other to crack up. And, uh, because we're very similar in personality and sense of humor and just some of the stuff that we were like recalling about our college time was just having us on the floor laughing. So it was really fun. Um, it, something that turned out to be from or went from just being lunch turned out to be like the whole day uh us hanging out so hopefully i didn't overstay my welcome i i made it back to her apartment and we were talking with her roommate and her, her love their lovely dog um and uh hopefully you know i wasn't uh in the way or keeping them from something because i was having such a great time i also got to see jake herman who uh went to school with us as well he was a little bit older than us he's since moved out there as well 
and I got a free shirt um, that says Dan Can Do It. It's from a show uh, called Stumptown. Not sure if I was supposed to say that, but I have the shirt now and it's in my Oscar picture. So um, there's already proof. So it's out there now in multiple forms. Um, and they were just giving out the shirts. They, uh, Chris and Liz got one um, for their friend whose name was Dan and for themselves. And there was just so many shirts they wanted to get rid of them anyway. So it all worked out. But uh, what else to say? I, uh, I, I'm looking forward to going back. I already, uh, I already kind of miss it. And, uh, it, um, it definitely stuck with me, uh, especially the films that we saw. Uh, I won't go into them because, um, some of them were a little bit, uh, interesting and different and not what we were expecting to see. So I don't want to call anything out cause that's not professional. Um, but needless to say, it was a, uh, experience I won't forget and I'm happy I went to. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, uh, just really excited to kind of be going through this, uh, film festival circuit. Like I said, I have one, at least one more as of this time of recording, um, film festival to go to, which is the Jersey shore film festival. If you're around between June 23rd and June 30th, I'm assuming that's when the dates are. That's where they were last year. And from what I can tell, it's the same dates this year. It seems like they just pick those dates no matter how they fall in the week. Um, but uh, yeah, if you're around and you're in the Jersey Shore or New Jersey area and you want to check it out, it's going to be in Asbury Park. Um, so I hope to see you there. I'm hoping to meet a lot of great people, um, both audience members and fellow filmmakers. It's really always great to, uh, you know, collaborate and share uh, what we have with each other and and whatnot. So, um, what else to say? Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. Oh, well, it was interesting with last thing I'll say with my, so I had to give some context. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I stayed for the first time in a Airbnb. Uh, it's the first time I ever did on a vacation or at all, come to think of it. Uh, my brother kept insisting on it because he's like, oh, you're going to pay way more on a hotel. You're going to, but this, you're getting more for less, you know, because you're paying less, you're getting more, all that kind of stuff. So I said, okay, I'll look. It did end up being cheaper, especially because uh, him and his friend Steph stayed with me. So they paid into the total. And uh, like I said, I got there first. They were going to show up the next day. So I had that whole evening and night by myself and I got in and I immediately like went in, you know, I was checking out the room. I, I went into the bedroom and they had two like king size bed or not king, but queen size beds in the room, like in the same room. It was one, it was a one bedroom apartment that they basically, uh, made room for four people, I guess, so they could charge more and stuff like that. Makes sense to me. Um, but I immediately saw a bug and I'm not like a, like, at, you know, scream and shout person when it comes to bugs, but like, I also don't want them in my house or where I'm staying or sleeping and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, Oh, well, there, there's a bug. Um, and it kind of had this like orange, uh, look to it, um, with these like two antennas. It wasn't quite a cockroach, but it could have been a, a nice cousin to a cockroach or something like that. So I was like, Oh God, there's going to be more. Um, and uh, I never saw that bug again or any other bugs. And it ended up being an actually really uh, quite nice townhouse uh, apartment and very conveniently located right across the street from, uh, well, I won't say uh, out of respect for uh, the 
owner, uh, but it was very centrally located to what I needed. And uh, I think it all worked out for the best. And um, la oh, sorry, I, I said last thing before, but this is really the last thing. So in, in part of trying to kind of diversify um, Toby Moon Productions, uh, Play, uh, playlist portfolio and brand and things like that we're kind of expanding to include at least one more for now uh, podcast from a old friend of mine Ryan Sylvester uh, someone who I was very good friends with in high school we did a class project he probably remembers this at least I hope um, called hint of Clint and it was a fake cologne that when you spray it, you temporarily become uh, Clint Eastwood. I or maybe you had the confidence of Clint Eastwood. I can't quite remember. Um, but we did a project together. It was a big hit. And uh, uh, he has since very recently reached out to me and uh, was picking my brain about doing a podcast for himself and wondering how he could go about doing that and asking my advice. And uh, in the process of helping him, I realized that we can kind of help each other. And I offered to produce uh, his show. And what that basically meant was give him a platform to uh, put his show on and present it to people. So um, his uh, show will be included under the Toby Moon brand. It's called Three Putts Later three putts later with a P. Um, and uh, it's going to be basically him kind of talking about life, talking about the game of golf. He's he's a PGA, so Professional Golf Association member. Um, and I'm sure he'll go into it more. But uh, there should be one, if not two episodes out very soon. Uh, I had him start with one or two just to kind of get his feet wet and get, uh, you know, get the ball rolling on stuff, get a full episode up. Um, it's it should be out soon on iTunes and uh, Spotify and all that kind of stuff. So you'll be able to subscribe and follow along. But uh, I do hope you'll check it out. I think he's going to do some really good work. And I'm happy to be uh, helping him out and producing it. And uh, that's it for me for now. Um, who knows when the next episode will be. Can't really predict the future. But when it's here, uh, you'll know it. So thank you and uh, have a good night.